Hey everyone, welcome to Wiki University, the podcast that dives down the rabbit hole of Wikipedia in an effort to explore the sum of all human knowledge. I am your professor, Kyle Berseth, and as always, I'm joined by the head of our stupidity department here at WikiU, Jason Nunez. Good morning, class. Thank you guys for coming, and first and foremost, thank you for subscribing and liking us wherever you're listening to this podcast, and don't forget to review it. Uh, we have a real nice one for, for today. Oh, a hot one. A hot one. I, I brought in um, a hot topic. I love when you tell them how hot the episode is going to be before we even have recorded. This episode could stink. Uh, no way. But I'm feeling the heat. No, it's on fire. We actually we haven't seen each other in a little bit, it feels like, at least. It feels like we're new to podcasting. I think we are. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it feels like we haven't seen each other in a while, and we need mm-hmm. to catch up a little bit uh, before... Right? Just a little bit yeah. before we get into our topic. For sure. Just to let you know, it's a hot topic. So. Hot topic. Uh, I think, or definitely a topic that everyone can relate to and everyone has experience in it, I think. Speaking of something that everyone can relate to and everyone has experience of, just before we started recording, I was talking about how I had to poop in the woods today, and you said you can't even pee in the woods. I can't even pee in the woods, day or night. That's unbelievable to me. I just there's something about I think it's I'm scared of like just somebody thinking I'm I'm doing something that I'm not supposed to. Ah, okay. So even if there's no one around. I mean, I'll do it in okay, see, I'll do it in the woods. Now to me the woods is like I'm surrounded by trees. Yes. You know? Yes. And that is like cover. Correct. I, right. Yeah. Okay. Where I was at, my my issue was I was at the Overlook. What's the over? That sounds like a bar. It's I was at, I was Come at a on bar. Come down to they, the Overlook. They just <laughs> wouldn't let me pee anywhere. No, I went to the Overlook, which is the I believe it's called the Baldwin Hills Overlook. Um, oh, that's a very public Overlook. Very that's not the woods. Very public and very lack of trees. Mm. Maybe a couple of. Um, what are they called? Shrubs, shrubs and tall whatnot. shrubs. So I'd say everything, and I haven't been there in a while, but I think almost all of the vegetation is under ten feet. Oh, tall. most most definitely, most right. definitely. And you know, I'm. It happen. I drink a lot of water right in the morning because it's good for you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I go straight to my workout and stuff. So this one day, I went to the gym. You know, for, for a good pump, I blast that off for about, you know, 40 Blasting minutes. Off, pumping and blasting. That's Pump. Jason's morning. <sighs> That's my workout routine. Everyone can relate to that type of morning. Pump and blast. And after my workout, I decided, you know what? I'm still feeling the energy. Let me get a little cardio in. You know, okay. I thought I thought of you every time I do cardio. You think of me. I think of you. That's what I want everyone to think of. And so I. I call it Kyle's cardio. <laughs> Uh, so I was feeling good. I said, hey, let's get some cardio in. Mm-hmm. I thought of you, so I felt even better. And I'm like, you know what? He'd be proud of me. Now, Kyle, not only do you think of me when you think of cardio, but it makes you feel better. Too. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel like, you know, Kyle, I think would appreciate this. He would he would um, uh, motivate me. If he was here, he'd be running with me yeah. faster and then yeah. telling me, hey, you know, let's pick it up. Yeah. But And that's why I don't run with you. And Well, I, I think it's more my speed. But go on. <laughs> and so... I decided, yeah, let's go for a run. So I, you know, by that time it's kind of full because people already want to get their workout in, and I find parking 
fairly far away. Okay. Anyways, I, I needed to pee really bad. There's so much. So I Googled where I can find the nearest bathroom. Mm. There was just a park literally right there with a little public uh, bathroom area. Right? Yeah. So I get the pee out of the way. I run over. I get the pee out of the way. Then walking back to the front, I go, I'm about halfway up the overlook. Gotta pee again. Gotta pee again. That's that's because it's back to back water, coffee. You're you're hitting your body with a lot of liquids in the morning. Exactly, a lot yeah. of liquids that need to be extracted, and so extracted. <laughs> Who's pulling them out of you, Bruce Willis? I mean, I am. Right. <laughs> He's got his big drill. <laughs> He's gonna blow up if we don't get these liquids out. Uh, what's that Aerosmith song? Don't let me something <laughs> fall asleep. Fall asleep. Oh, I can't fall don't, asleep. Don't close my. Don't wait. Don't let me close my eyes. Don't. I want to kiss you, baby. No. Because <laughs> I don't remember a thing. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what? I don't want to miss a thing. I don't want to miss a thing. That's okay. right. Okay. So and I didn't. That's my topic for today. <laughs> And I'm halfway up and I really got to go. But again, like you said, no, there's no trees, no nothing. Yeah. And also, it's a very public. There's a bunch of people there walking, running, going getting up. Getting their cardio, thinking their about cardio, me. Going up the stairs and whatnot. Yeah. So I immediately, my body just reacts. I'm just like, let me just start running faster. Like, try to like. Oh, so this is like emergency level pee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rare yeah. for a coffee pee or a, a early morning on water pee, I feel like. Because you get the first one out, and then you're like, ah, God, I got to go again. But usually it's not like, whoa. Well, It's the feeling of having to pee. Right, but aside from drinking the water in the morning and then coffee, at the gym, I'm constantly drinking water. Right. So I'm like, again. A fire hydrant. (laughs) That needs extracting. (laughs) Definitely. So... Immediately, I just start running like very fast until at the very top. And then I notice if you've been there at the very top, yeah. that's where you get a lot more shrubs and stuff like that. And there's a yeah. like a, a little staircase that there's goes around side path. Side path. Right. And, you know, I most, call them the pee paths, the pee paths. And I call them now as well. And usually, you know, most of the people are going straight through the big um, sta- uh, stairs. Stairs. Yeah. I feel like stairs are for inside. No, outdoor stairs exist. You walked up them to get to my house <laughs> today. You've walked up lots of outdoor Can I be honest, stairs. I feel like there should be a new name for stairs that are outside. When I think stairs, I think of an interior. They're the same thing. You could call them, maybe you could they're, call They're made differently. I was going to say maybe you could call them wooden stairs, but wooden stairs are outside as well. Right. We'll go, <laughs> right. we'll go this back. This is a real problem because everyone knows what stairs are, indoor or out, but we got to confuse things. I just, yeah, when I think stairs, I'm immediately inside. So, anyways, that's for another day, for another <laughs> yeah, topic. Geez, get to this peace story. So then <laughs> You're I start really edging me, dude. I, well, I was myself as well. And so, what I decided to do, I don't want to just stand there mm. and, and clearly someone will know, right? right? If I got my back turned. So what I do is since I'm wearing shorts, I just kind of lift up the shorts. Classic. And then do the old pee. I did the pee and walk. Oh, you did a pee and walk. I was going to say, did you take a knee? Because you could take a knee. Should have taken a knee. Slide it out. That way your D is hidden by the side of your leg. But I don't want to get pee on my knee. Well, you got to be well practiced. You know, maybe the first couple times you're going to get a little drips on your knee, but that's fine. You know, then by three or four, time three or four, you got it. No problem. 
I had that's a good idea. I had a I learned about that technique because a friend of mine was on like an elite club soccer team and he had some like Eastern European coach and the coach oh, those, said they, they used to yeah. during the games they used to take Dude, a knee. Shit. That's hilarious. So okay, so just to end it, I didn't I was afraid to just stand there, so yeah. I I tried doing the walk and pee. I didn't want to jog or else who knows where I'm gonna spray. Yeah. And it was very risky because some people, you know, at the top, they like to work out and then like walk down the sides. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a very panicky moment because I saw, you know, a family coming through. So I just had to like, let's hurry, let's hurry it up here. <laughs> Registered sex offender. <laughs> yeah. Now, Jason, I think you could take your technique to another level. Mm. The walk and pee. Did you have your phone with you? Uh, yes, yes, music. So the other technique that I've seen on, that I learned TikTok? from the YouTubes, early YouTubes, is to put your phone up to your ear while you're walking and peeing and act like you're having a very stressful conversation. People so keep their people, eyes yeah, on your face. Like, Whoa, Ooh. that guy's upset. So you're over here like, no, no, I didn't tell you to do that. That was supposed to happen yesterday. Right, Meanwhile, right. you're peeing the whole time. Okay. Your phone's up here. They're like, wow, that guy's doing business. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're like, they take a look at their socks and it's yellow. I mean, it takes skill. Right, right. And I'm surprised that your friend, so uh, your friend that taught you that knee technique, I mean, did he say like, just pretend to tie your shoe or, or he was just like, you're just taking you, a knee, you know, like, when the whistle gets blown and there's like an injury or something, you just, you know, take a knee I and you you just pull the tip out and you, you know, you let it loose. On extract the field. yourself. Yeah. Extract yourself. Yeah. What was the, Sometimes hey, is, you got to get a teammate to extract you. What, what, yeah. Why is that guy taking a knee? Oh, he's extracting himself. <laughs> he's extracting. I had a friend uh, in high school, a football team mate, uh, take a shit in the field. Wow, no, in his pants? In his pants. In his, no, he dropped trout. <laughs> <laughs> well, he dropped trout at the at the end zone. And I'm just not sure shit. what is Well, that is a bad celebration. It w- <laughs> <laughs> He got he got unsportsmanlike contact. <laughs> yeah. So, uh the big joke was we could see it on the, the next day at the film Oh, you really? could you could see the moment he shit his pants because he had that look of like a baby that's pooping himself. He just kind of spaced out. Well, like. no, he was a linebacker and he was his back turned to us, so you could see his. We were uh, playing a home game, so white. our jerseys are blue, but our pants are white. <laughs> oh God! So that was that was good. Good. Did old he come fashion. out of the game, or he just kept playing with pooped pants? Oh, it was the it was the first quarter, and he played both sides. Jeez, jeez. I mean, I would hate to I, defend. I honestly forget, uh, but I know I'm fairly sure he like went inside, and I don't I don't know what he did. But. Do you get a second pair of pants when you're on the football team? Like, do you get no, mom? no, you're right? No, it's high school, so they're yeah. like these uniforms are thirty years old, <laughs> and you get one pair of pants. Yeah, try not to poop in them. Right, right. So. It was a fun day on film day. That was, I tell you what, we all had a good laugh. I mean, I'm sure we lost, but I mean, goddamn, that was fun. All right, Jason. So, do you want to dive in here? Yeah, dive into what? Poop or pee? Dive into our learning of the day. We've we've That's right. really That's right. filled in the stupidity. 
Yeah. You don't have any stupidity? You have when's the last time you peed or pooped? I just told you this I morning. This morning <laughs> in the bushes in the woods. Elaborate. I was no, I don't need to elaborate. I was running. I tried to get I don't mean give me the details. I should say elaborate. That's what give me the details <laughs> means. I was running. The porta potties were locked. I hate when you come across locked porta potties. Like why put them out there? It's like uh Well, usually it's a constru- it's a construction area porta potty. You don't want That's what it was, I think. You don't want the the homeless But it's in to... the park. Right. And if There's it's no public... homeless in this area. This is a the people using the porta potties in this area, they're it's the people respectful potties. people. Yeah. yeah. It's the potty for the people. So anyway, I get to it. It's kind of like I imagine when a deer is out in the woods and a hunter has put up deer decoys and they get to it and they're like, what is this? That's kind of what it's like when you come across a locked porta potty. And I bet you look like a deer in the headlights. When you <laughs> yeah. found the lo- it locked. Luckily, I run with a little bit of toilet paper in my little key pocket. Okay. And I just ducked into How the How often woods. have you done this? This is like a childhood thing where you got traumatized. Not very often. Okay. But in the event that it happens, but I no do. But no pun intended. I mean, it's not that hard to throw a little teepee in your pocket. Yeah. And... Hey, sometimes someone else that I'm running with might need a little. So it's like I'm a man of the people. If I were you, I'd just start running with diapers. Tried it. Yeah. Yeah, it's too messy at the end. And not environmentally well, you don't, well, you don't friendly. have to force it. That's all. <laughs> no. I know when what I you get did. You the tried diaper to force on, it. it's like my butthole starts salivating. It's just <laughs> ready to go. All right, Jason, what's your topic for the day? Let's start learning here. Alrighty, my topic for today, like I mentioned, I feel like it's something that everyone can relate to because I feel like everyone it has happened to everyone at some point in their life, and that is the classic paper cut. When's the last time you got a paper cut, Kyle? It's been a while, if yeah? I'm being honest. Yeah. Now I don't know why I would lie. <laughs> like who would lie about that? You got one like yesterday oh, you're covering I it up. Three minutes ago. <laughs> you like you covered it up right now. You just <laughs> right. like don't want to talk about it. Trust me, it's there. What okay? Because I've gotten paper cuts like from cardboard. Okay, yeah, been there, done that. Which also I think should be called a cardboard cut, not a paper cut. Yes, there's are inside. What's outside? You can't have a cardboard cut and a paper cut. I've gotten a paper cut from like tape, like that very like hard, um, like masking tape, the one that packing tape kind yeah. of thing. Uh, and then of course, the how did you do that? I don't like like when you I'm, get it on the tips of your fingers or what are you doing? Where are you getting it? Usually on the tip. And you know what's the fun? The weird thing is sometimes I find them later where I'm just like, where did I get that? Because it's a very thin sometimes like around here, huh. you know, where I'm gripping things. I don't know. Yeah. OK. Anyways, uh, it's odd. Sometimes like a work day would go by and then at the end of the day, I'm just like hanging out. And 42 paper cuts <laughs> on your hands and you're like, what happened? It just looks like a piranhas took a bite of my, ar- my hands <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I notice it. Anyways, and then also, is there is it true that it's hard to give yourself a paper cut like when you intend to give yourself a paper cut? I don't know that the science or the research has... Re- been completed on that we should get we should start <laughs> looking into it i i mean aside from like you know the the class like going through your that would that would i hurt. feel like they did this on jackass maybe i mean yes where they've they done did that. a bunch of like paper cut it's easy to give someone else a paper cut i feel like okay that's what i meant but then. To it's give hard yourself. to give yourself a paper cut 
Aside from the ones like the fingers and the toes. The webbing. The webbing. I think like it's hard to like if you're just trying to give your intentionally give yourself a paper cut. So what's your interest in this topic? It's uh, what, oh it's well I was watching up? I was watching um Everything Everywhere All at Once and they had a scene spoiler. Uh I haven't seen the movie and I would like to so and this is not they have a paper cut I, I scene. That's all. I believe the all. rules are you're allowed to spoil movies pre-9-11, but post-9-11, you got to say spoiler alert mm. and don't ruin it for me. I'm asking you not to Th- ruin it that's for That's all. Me. I don't want to spo- spoil it for you okay. nor for the listeners. There's a paper cut scene, mm-hmm. and that got me, that piqued my interest on, on paper cuts, and I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I, oh, yeah, I've gotten those. <laughs> Let's start with the history of paper cuts. The history. There's the, the no first... history of paper cuts. You dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the first person to get a paper cut? Do you think <laughs> documented? I don't know. So Cause before, uh, at, at some point in time, there were no like reams of paper. Right. That's another one where I've oh, gotten a paper cut. Like it probably happened day one. Right. Of making paper. <laughs> like Hewitt, like, Hewitt Packard. Like, no, give it to me. Give it to. Me. Let me see the paper. Let me. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's usually how I get it when it's. Um, You're or, fighting someone for paper. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets to refill the printer? We're fight, We're fighting over it. <laughs> All right, let's dive in here. A paper cut occurs when a piece of paper or other thin, sharp material slices a person's skin. I wonder when it gets upgraded to knife. Ooh. Like if you cut your... Oh, this knife gave me a paper cut. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> if you cut yourself with a thin piece of metal that's not a knife... Like uh, people that work on gutters, you know, you're cutting gutters, it's thin metal or flashing on a house, it's like thin metal and it can be very sharp on those edges. Yes. Really bad. Is that considered a paper cut? Again, this falls under the interior and exterior stairs conversation. No, this falls under the thin, sharp material slices conversation. Okay, let's converse. Often the upper part of the finger and often the index finger. Notably, paper cuts can also be caused by other thin, stiff, and abrasive materials other than just paper. Paper cuts can be highly painful, (laughs) even though they may bleed very little, if at all. Although a loose sheet of paper is usually too soft to cut, it can be very thin thus being able to exert high levels of pressure enough to cause a cut. Paper cuts are most often caused by paper sheets that are strongly fastened together, such as brand new sheets of paper out of a ream, because one single sheet might be dislocated from the rest. Thus, all the other sheets are holding this dislocated sheet in position, making it stiff enough to act as a razor. Are you human, following along? Human error. Yeah, like one piece is it's like one sheet is just slightly out. off. Yeah. All of them are not. And so when you grip it, you just like slice it real just quick. Slice. Yeah. Paper cuts can be painful as they can stimulate a large number of skin surface nociceptors, which are pain receptors, in a very small area of skin. Because the shallow cuts do not bleed as much, the pain receptors are often left open to the air causing continued pain. 
This is exasperated by irritation caused by the fibers in the paper itself, That's which right. may be coated in chemicals such as bleach. Wow. Papers like, papers dipped in bleach? That's what I just learned. Coated in bleach. That might be worse. You got to get that paper white. Because if they're oh. making it from pulp from trees, it's probably a slight yellowish. So they are they gotta bleach it somehow. Ooh, so splinters are cousins of the paper cut. Paper cut cousins, yeah. Right? I see. Paper cut so. kissing cousins. It's like pre paper cuts. Because right. splinters are pre paper. Right, right. Okay. So and interesting about the fibers, because when you do look very close to paper, mm-hmm. especially on the edges, when you get a fresh new ream. Uh, you tend to see the like the little fibers. It's almost like little hairs, little. Oh, if it's not cut like right, super. Per- you can feel the fuzzies. Yeah. almost. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that is also, you know, you get sliced. It's also in there. It's, it's also there. some sort of little, you know, barely recognizable to the human eye. Little. Got to get fuzzies. a paper cut under a microscope. And then the bleach thing, totally. Yeah. So it's got bleach, and so of course it's being irritated the whole time. Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to start buying non-bleach paper. Are you? Yeah. Why uh, not? Oh. Then I'll be indestructible. No paper cuts for me. I only buy paper like once every five years, I feel like. I'm uh, not printing a lot. One time I had to buy uh, paper for, for work. Well, I com- feel like this is going to be a really good story. Well, I was just saying, I have about like 15 packs of paper. So you ever need any paper, oh, okay. holler at your boy. <laughs> okay, we got, we got your standard and I got some legal. Whoa, Photo all paper bleached? too. Uh, yeah. Okay. Personally. Additionally, most paper cuts occur in the fingers, which have a greater connection of sensory receptors than the rest of the body. That's why I hate getting any sort of um, injuries on your hand because you're always, aside from the pain receptors, you're always using them. They're always. I bet back in the day when people were like, "Let's become blood brothers." I bet. They weren't thinking about bleach? The first time, you know, they became blood brothers, whether it was like slicing your hand with another person and bleeding together or just slicing the thumb or whatever and and touching that way, touching your, mixing your blood that way. Wait, they did it like that? I feel like it, maybe. I feel like I've seen that. Have you seen it across the hand? I mean, I've seen the, you know, yeah, and then they shake, but I've never seen the... Yeah, I feel like the thumb, maybe. It's like the PG version of, like, let's let's do this. Let's not get all the blood in there. But I feel like after the first time you become blood brothers with someone and it doesn't heal for a number of days, you're probably like, let me line up all my blood brother appointments in one day. That would be get good. The, get this taken care That'd of. That'd be in the one smart day. move. Okay, so if you and I were to become blood brothers yeah. and you had something, like would I get it as well? Like you meet like just off off it the de- bat? It depends if it's transferred via blood, I think. But I will say, I think one of the common myths about AIDS and <laughs> that it's re- and that it's real? Let me just say, not a doctor here. One of the common myths is that if this is not the if say your program say you have AIDS yeah go on <laughs> and you have an open wound and yeah. you start actively bleeding and I have an open wound and you bleed into my open wound yeah you definitely have AIDS. I think the chances are pretty tough because of the open air. 
I think once it gets exposed to air, it's a little tougher for that transfer to occur as opposed to like a blood transfusion, which is getting directly injected or uh, a D in a P situation where it's getting directly injected into the body. So air is AIDS kryptonite? It doesn't help AIDS. It does. <laughs> and who wants to? I believe. I believe. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so that is a myth. Cause Which, wh- what do you think <laughs> is a myth? Sorry, because it sounds like you don't even know what I just said. I know exactly what you just said. <laughs> okay. And from what I believe of what you just said is that it's a myth that if and when I have AIDS and I bleed my open wound like onto your own and it's spurting into, into your my open mouth wound or your open wound right um you are n- are not are probably chances are it's not it's not a great chance that you're going to get aids as well correct yeah first it would start as hiv and then it would progress to aids oh so that's what you'll <laughs> I'm get just yeah I'm just you won't get aids you'll get <laughs> hiv which later will progress to aids right so i believe yeah is that a fact uh, don't test it at home <laughs> But um, it's not a fact, but I believe that to be true. Okay, that's good that's enough. That's how I've been living my life. That's good enough for me. Yeah. Okay, so I went to Blood, blood Brother. Or is there Blood Sisters? Blood Siblings? I think Blood Brother, we can get into it. I don't know. I haven't oh, read the article. But it, all right. Blood Brother can refer to two or more men not related by birth who have sworn loyalty to each other. This is, in modern times, usually done in a ceremony known as a blood oath, where each person makes a small cut, usually on a finger, hand, or the forearm, and then the two cuts are pressed together and bound, the idea being that each person's blood now flows in the other participant's veins. It's a bad idea. (laughs) The act carries a risk due to bloodborne diseases. The process usually provides a participant with a heightened symbolic sense of attachment with the other participant. So, we could go to cultures. I feel like a blood. I feel like a um, blood oath is like the same as like when people say, "Oh, I swear to God," or it's just like. It doesn't really hold them accountable for telling the truth. Mm. Like, what's the, you know, let's, some. Let's make a hierarchy here, Jason. God, I'm football, family. You... <laughs> <laughs> what? Let's say I am swearing and I'm swearing. I'm to me? Promising or? to oh, you. Okay, gotcha. yeah, oh, swearing. A to gotcha. You. Tell me which one holds the most weight. Okay. I swear to God. Okay. I swear on my mother's grave. Or we become blood brothers. I mean, I feel like mom has to come in there, but she's already in the grave. I feel like I feel like it, it's more impactful if your mom's alive and you're and you're swearing oh, on all right. her life. Let's throw that in. I swear on my mother's life. I yeah. swear on my mother's living corpse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see that one. I swear on my mother is very alive, <laughs> very healthy, breathing. Yeah, but see, even that, I don't know if your mom, your mom could be tr- uh, terminally ill. 
Mm-hmm. And so that doesn't really do anything because you know she's going, so you <laughs> could lie. Yeah, I'm like, ha ha, joke's <laughs> on you. She's got cancer. Bad cancer. So I feel I feel like I mean I I got to go I got to go with mom cuz it's it she's at least a thing tangible tangible yeah you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swear to god Buddha, blood and god you know whatever you believe in whatever blood and god not that tangible okay blood's tangible it's a liquid you know give me a solid give me yeah a- but I'm bleeding into you and letting you bleed into me there's a certain level of trust at the very least okay see, you're I- not gonna give me something but see I don't like that because you get me involved with your lie potentially mm-hmm. potential lie potential lie but okay I'll go with mom mom wins we're always going, <laughs> we're yeah. going with living mom mom god grave brothers okay that's the hierarchy so there's blood brothers in let's see numerous cultures did it get rebooted yet? Because it's going to be Blood Sisters. I am curious if there's a Blood Sisters in C also. Or they're That's just... That's when periods sync up, right? Or they're they're not complete idiots. And they're like, hey, <laughs> let's not share blood. Can we just can be we friends? Can we just be honest? And yeah. <laughs> can we just be honest and trust each other? That is something women would do. <laughs> so in Scandinavia, the Norsemen entering a pact of foster brotherhood involved a rite in which they let their blood flow while they ducked underneath an arch formed by a strip of turf propped up by a spear or spears this almost sounds like a wedding vow. i was about to say it's very it's too i mean okay. <laughs> which hey i get i mean they have to let it out right because these guys are this is what did you say Vi- like viking era so it's like yeah these norsemen norsemen uh, burly very you know just uh, uh um testosterone driven yeah. uh guys you gotta you gotta let it out some way and there's you know that ceremony you gotta let is, your uh, blood flow and yeah then, and they're like because i feel like you want to do this one dicks out that's what i'm saying i feel like the blood oath gives them that trust of like don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, it's You're, almost almost being inside of each other. I mean, might as well be. And I feel like that's the way they take it, where it's like, well, we've done this. Let's do that, that, this, and the other. Well, I'm just dipping my toe in. Right. Blood first. <laughs> okay. Ooh, first blood. Um, I can't pronounce this word, so I'm skipping it. <laughs> in Asian cultures, the act and the ceremony of becoming blood brothers is generally seen as a tribal relationship for bringing about alliance between tribes. It was practiced for that reason, most notably by the Mongols, Turkic, and early Chinese. All right. and Well, that's, I guess that's better than exchanging daughters. Oh, I bet they did that, too. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> What's better than my blood? My daughter. My blood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, in the Philippines, blood compacts were ancient rituals that were intended to seal a friendship or treaty or to validate an agreement. They were described in the records of the early Spanish and Portuguese, who probably kept their word, explorers who went to the islands. I would hate to seal a friendship that way. Like, I wanted to grow more organic. In Africa, the blood oath was used in much the same fashion as has already been described in much of sub-Saharan Africa. The British colonial administrator, Lord Lugard, is famous for having become blood brothers with numerous African chiefs as part of his political policy in Africa. 
and that's how he killed them all. Yeah, I'm sure that's, he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, blood brother me. Right, right. Let's <laughs> blood brother me. Also, now I he's have... the one that arranged the schedule. Yeah, let's blood blur- brother them every, all day, every exactly. day. Line up. And he's probably like, these people haven't been exposed to polio yet, right? Because I have polio. Let's give them that. Ah, it's the classic uh, colonial way. Okay, so that it basically happens all over the world. Now let's go down to some famous blood brothers. In the 9th century AD, we'll see how famous this is, chiefs of the seven Hungarian tribes formed an alliance drinking from each other's blood and chose Almos as a leader. That's another level, the drinking of the blood. Because that's like, I mean... That's, That's right in there. Yeah. Let's skip forward to maybe some more recent famous blood brothers. Oh, um, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Blood For brothers. Sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Samoan wrestler High Chief Peter Mavia was considered a blood brother of some other dude, father of fellow wrestler Afa and Sika, Anoa renowned as the Wild Samoans. They were wrestlers, you said? Yeah, they they were all Samoan wrestlers. Are they a part of the Samoan dynasty? They might be, yeah. Yeah. I think The Rock is. Yeah, I think so. Thus, from that time onwards, the Anoa family uh, regard the... Anawe. Is that it? Yeah, Anawe. Anawe? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're in the wrestling biz. The Anawe family regard the... Mavia? Sativa, I think. Maybe a sativa <laughs> line as extension of their own clan. Mm. Do you want to go to the Wild Samoans real quick? Sure. The Wild Samoans was a professional wrestling tag team of Afa and Sika in the National Wrestling Alliance, the NWA, and the World Wrestling Federation, WWF. The Samoans ha- held 21 tag team championships around the world. Is one of them Rock's dad? Because I know Rock's hmm. um, Johnson's dad was a wrestler as well, I believe, right? Let's see. The Wild Samoans rarely spoke in interviews, instead grunting in a primitive dialect that only their manager, Captain Lou Albano, could understand. <laughs> Great gimmick. <laughs> Great, Great gimmick. Great gimmick. They had afros and Fu Manchu mustaches. <laughs> were they both white as well? I don't think so. No, they were legit Samoan. Completing their quote unquote. What's the beauty about being brown? You can pretty much do anything. You know? <laughs> Not get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was the, let's see, the 70s. Oh, yeah. We... Well, 1973 to 1997. Pretty good run. Great run. Complimenting their wild man image, the duo engaged in outrageous behavior, such as nose-picking, biting opponents, and eating raw fish during interviews. Kind of like the penguin in Batman Returns. Wait, raw fish isn't that bad. If it was Depends like raw... on how it's prepared. If you're just gnawing into a whole fish with the head still on, uncooked, well, that's raw. What if he did like the cartoon thing where he like puts it all in his mouth and just the bones come out? <laughs> that's... That'd be incredible. That's the Samoan way. <laughs> Is it? I think so. Oh, trained by Rocky Johnson. So Rocky trained Johnson, by? I assume. Rocky yeah. Johnson's dad. Uh, the Rock's dad. The Rock. Right? I'm gonna gonna wait, go so to Rocky. Wait, Johnson. is uh, Rocky Dwayne Johnson John? born Wade Douglas Bowles? Yeah, this is the Rock's dad. Got it. Was a Canadian professional wrestler. I didn't know he was Canadian. 
He's Samoan. Samoan Canadian. So is may the see, Rock may Canadian? May I see the picture? Oh yeah, that's definitely the Rock's dad. That's why I said, oh yeah, that's the Rock's dad because I I recognize him. I'm going to Dwayne the Rock Johnson, yeah. your favorite huckster. I wish not anymore. Not anymore? No, I told you he's been selling tequila to brown people. I was people. being sarcastic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because you called him a huckster. I yeah, that. I called yeah, him yeah. a huckster. Huckster's yeah. not a compliment, Jason. <laughs> it's not? Oh, I talked to a few people. <laughs> uh, all right. I, so The Rock was born in Hayward, California. That's all I really wanted to know about him. I where think he's he pretty well known. Where he was born? Yeah, because I wanted to know if he was Canadian. Where is that in California, by the way? Oh, all right. We're going to go to Hayward, California here. Hayward is a city located in Alameda County, California, in the East Bay subregion of the San Francisco Bay Area with a population of 162,954. They're almost up to 163. As of 2020, Hayward is the sixth largest city in the Bay Area and the third largest in Alameda County. Hmm. The city was devastated early in its history by the 1868 Hayward earthquake. All right, I'm going to the 1868 Hayward earthquake real quick. Okay. Let's check the numbers. Yeah, you know was what it, numbers. Was it the, because you also told me, I believe, you felt a, uh, a quake. When I was in Hawaii. Yeah. It was a 4.2, maybe 4.4. And how did that feel for you? It felt like an earthquake. It, you, it was a you? quick rumble. I was in a bamboo forest at the time. Taking a shit? No, <laughs> but thinking about I was you had to close go. because I was on a coffee farm. <laughs> That's right, and, and plus so, the mushy fruit. So just the smell of coffee mm. was in the air, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of like the diaper. It's uh, making butthole. my butthole salivate." <laughs> so uh, wait, coffee makes your butthole salivate? Sure, mine too. Everyone, blood brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Let's stick our butts together. <laughs> the night, the eighteen. We're definitely getting something if we do that. Wow, <laughs> from you? Because yeah. it's not from me. I'm clean. Me too. I swear to God. <laughs> the eighteen sixty eight Hayward earthquake occurred in the San Francisco Bay Area. It was a between a magnitude of six point three to six point seven. Pretty big, mm. I believe. Mm. I've never felt anything. Uh, that substantial, I don't believe. When's the last big earthquake here? Because the I big felt? one's supposed to come, right? That's what The big came. one's supposed to come. The last big one I felt was about two years ago. I'm going to say October of 2020. Ooh, during COVID. Yeah, I was in my Damn. apartment in downtown LA at the time. It started shaking, and it was long enough for me to run to the door, put my shoes on, and start yelling at Christine Whitebones for her to put her shoes on. She's like... To go. Yeah. To, well, because glass can break, so you don't want to have bare feet if there's glass everywhere. Right. You don't so want to... So step one, put your shoes on. Okay. I'm like, get your shoes on, get your shoes on, get your shoes on. And then the Cholula fell off the top of the fridge. I had... What's a Cholula? Hot sauce. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I thought it was like, wait, you guys got a new pet? I had a different <laughs> pet at the time? Yeah, I, I had our pet Cholula up there shattered into pieces. So the Cholula fell? The Cholula fell, bit it on the counter, and, and that was the big tragic accident of that earthquake. Good thing you were wearing shoes or else you would have gone glass and hot sauce all over your I mean, 
Yeah, my feet would have been extra spicy. Glass, a different type of paper cut. Different type a of glass. Cut, a glass cut with hot sauce in it. Oof. Oh, Aichi Wawa. You know, I would have said fuck it. Next uh, earthquake. White Bones is on her own. I'm going <laughs> I'm saying next uh, earthquake, I'm just gonna, I'm a John McClane. I'm going to go no shoes and say fuck it. Okay. Let's I want I want the full earthquake diehard experience. That's interesting. Do you have tough bottomed feet? Sorry, you lost me at bottom. <laughs> so I can't walk on rocks with my feet. What? Is, what? What like do you mean? Like small rocks. Like I couldn't walk across pebbles like with ra- bare feet. Really? Why? Oh, it makes me hurt. Like it physically hurts you or like mentally physically you're like. hurts. Physically hurts. No. I got tender feet. I man. thought it was just water that's your kryptonite. Now you're telling me little pebbles? R- rocks in water. Oh, get out of here. So like a gravel, you wouldn't be able to walk barefoot on a gravel road or gravel park, whatever. Like well, just rocks. I mean, like. if the gravel is like loose. Yeah. No. Really? No. I think we can help you get over this. I, I got tender feet, man. That it's that tendy? They're tendy, yeah. Damn. No, I can I can walk in everything. Oh. What about the beach? You go barefoot at the beach? Like sand? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Although I was on a black sand beach in Hawaii. <laughs> What's that mean? What's black sand? Like literally like it's black? from lava, yeah. It's black sand. Oh shit. That gets hot in the sun. Okay. Right. Oh, I gotta tell you a quick story when we wrap up here. Tell me. So we Christine White Bones found online she's great at planning trips and stuff as we're driving she finds a beach that you like wait she found a beach in hawaii believe it or not fuck so that you hike down to it and it's like a black sand beach so she's like all right let's go to this beach so we hike down to it and we're just getting down these like little bluffs Stepping onto the beach, and I'm, there's people around, and I'm looking, and we're greeted by a guy that's just standing with his, he's got like a Jesus pose, kind of yeah. arms out, standing, fully nude, spread eagle, dick out, and he's getting his picture taken. Nice. And I'm like, and this dude is not young, handsome man. That Most, like, if you're going to see a naked dude, Guaranteed, he's most likely. What's your picture of him on the la- on the latter stages of his life? Like he's not giving a fuck. He's lived a lot of life where like he can hang out with his wang out. You know, I'd say he was about fifty. Okay, so not that old. That's old, but been aged by the sun. He was made of mm, leather, crispy, yeah, crispy, and super sinewy, like skinny. Sinewy? What's that? Uh just skinny, kind of muscular, but not big muscle gotcha. i really checked this guy out i bet well who couldn't I, yeah it He's, was because i was like christine where'd you take us because <laughs> you turn around she's already dropped trout <laughs> christine was drooling <laughs> wait there was a paper cut nearby <laughs> and so you know, I'm like, oh, that's that's a naked dude. All right, well, yeah. let's just keep walking down this beach, I guess. Did you take us to a nude beach? She's like, I don't think so. And then there's just naked dudes, yeah. naked women everywhere. Yeah. More dudes than women. Black beach. Black beach, yeah. N- mostly white people. Well, no, I'm saying black. there's black also sand beach. the nude, um, the San Diego beach that is known for its nudies is black beach oh it's called black beach okay well 
You found its sister. I got a lot of reading done that day because my eyes were in the book. Really? Why? But after a while, you're like... It's normal. Yeah, there's a bag of balls there. There's a bag of balls. There's a dick and balls there. I mean, I got to see how some of these people are behaving because... It was a little. It was a weird culty vibe. Of course, of course. Everyone knew each other. Sure. And we're just interlopers there at their beach. Fully clothed. Fully like, clothed. <laughs> get your get your dick out! <laughs> Somebody a, yelled. They kept pushing me. Take it out. Take it whoa, out. Oh, they got physical on you. Yeah. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Let's see it. Locals only. <laughs> Show me the goods. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, there were. So you guys stayed and relaxed, or like walked? beach no we stayed we you know set up camp uh but every time i like looked at christine to have a conversation there was just a bag of balls like right in my eye line How, oh, okay. of these two eye people line. just sitting like i don't like, know eight feet away eight five feet? feet away is that crowded oh yeah people are living their lives having a great time at america that's why hawaii is a part of america we love it that's exactly why <laughs> And that's the history of of Hawaii. Because there's a freedom. Anyway, that's the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm buying my ticket to Black Beach over in Hawaii. (laughs) Okay. So I'll I'll see you there, Kyle. You're coming with me. All right. I booked it for two. I'll show you the ropes. Blood Brothers. For life. Thank you guys for joining us once again. Uh, I know you enjoyed it. I sure as hell did. This is a hot topic episode. Why? Because I learned something. You know, sometimes you come when with a we topic. touch. <laughs> sometimes you come with a topic, and I'm like, I wonder what I'll learn here. And sure enough, I learned that there's bleach in paper. Hell yeah! And so did I. Hell yeah! Fascinating, fascinating. The student has become the teacher. Well, Wikipedia taught me. Uh, that's for that. We'll, we can debate over that. Anyways, <laughs> thank you, good folks, for joining us once again. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.